Have you ever wondered what our Earth looked like 300 million years ago? Were there dinosaurs? Were there humans? What did the land look like? Or how was the weather back then? Hmm, seems like a very, very long time, right? And since you weren't born then, you might say, huh, how would I know? Chalo koine, it's okay. Let me ask you another interesting question then. I'm sure you all know what the ocean is. A home to wonderful creatures like octopuses and sharks and fish. But have you ever thought if suddenly there was no water in our oceans, maybe a crazy villain through his powerful gadget took it, then what would the bottom look like? Will it be like a football field where we can all race to end? Because if that was the case, you guys would probably win because, you know, I'm a slow runner. Or will it be like a mountain and it would take forever to climb it and travel from one place to another? If you have no idea about this as well, it's okay. I have another question too. Have you experienced an earthquake? Because I have. And you know what happened? I was sleeping and my bed started shaking. Almost like I was lying on a bed of wobbly jelly. I was really scared and I ran to my parents who told me that it was an earthquake. And that got me thinking, where do earthquakes come from? Are you curious to know answers to all of these questions? Because I certainly am. And just like us, a little girl from Michigan in the USA, who also wanted to find out the answers many, many years ago. Who was that girl, you may ask? Hmm, well, keep on listening ahead. Hi there, tiny explorers. My name is Imama. Welcome to the Science Views podcast, where we explore some of the most mind-boggling questions of the universe and try and make science fun, accessible, and relevant for everyone. So friends, coming back to our fascinating questions that I asked in the beginning, do you think they're linked? I mean, the history of the Earth, the bottom of the ocean, and earthquakes and tsunamis, what could they have in common? Any ideas? Which field of science are they all related to? If not, it's alright. Think about it closely. Hmm, the land and ocean are all connected, aren't they? They both make up this giant sphere which we call the Earth. So what kind of science deals with both land and water? Hmm, you might have guessed by now. Since it is related to dear Mother Earth, the field of science is called Earth Sciences. Earth Sciences has two important fields of study too. When we're studying about the land, its soil, its crust, we call it geology. Geology. And when we're learning about the oceans, its surface, what it is made up of, we call it oceanography. 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 And these interesting fields are going to give us the answers to our question. Now, let's talk about geology first. Tell me, have you ever wandered in your garden and played with mud? You did? Me too. And have you ever inspected the mud and the little tiny creatures it inhibits? You know, I used to be in the garden all the time when I was your age. And by the time I came back inside, I would be covered in mud. <laughs> and then I would just try to run away from my mom and quickly clean my clothes, hoping that she would not see what I did with her favorite shirt. And just like us, our little girl named Marie Tharp 
also loved inspecting the soil in her garden. Her father worked for the Department of Agriculture and little Marie would collect soil samples with him and study them with him in his labs. So from a very young age, she developed interest in this field. Imagine taking soil from your garden or River Indus or the hills in Murray and then inspecting them in a science lab with your dad. How cool would that be, right? Growing up, Marie was an excellent student. But unfortunately, she could not follow her love for sciences because all the jobs she wanted in the fascinating field of geology were mostly given to men at that time and not to women because they thought men could do them better. That's so sad, right? Can you believe that women were not given these jobs because of their gender? How unfair is that? Hmm. But you see, luck was on Mary's side. One day, a big war started between different countries. This war was called World War I, and the American men began enrolling in the army in large numbers to fight for their homeland. The war is a very scary thing. It ended up being quite a lucky time for Marie and many different women. You see, now, because most men were fighting in the army, women finally had the chance to apply for these jobs, and our heroine, Marie, Filled with curiosity of the depths of soil and oceans, took full advantage of this opportunity. She, after gaining a master's degree in geology, started working in New York City at Columbia University. There she was working as a research assistant under a man named Bruce Heason, and Heason was doing very interesting research. He was collecting information regarding the ocean floor. But wait, ocean floor? Have you ever heard that term? What is this thing called the ocean floor? Well, tiny explorers, the ocean floor is the bottom of the ocean, also known as the seabed. Yes, you see, the ocean is home to so many wonderful creatures and plants that we haven't even seen yet. This is because as we go deeper and deeper and deeper and deeper, it gets darker and darker. And then a point comes when we cannot see anything. Imagine being so deep inside water without being able to see anything. Oh, that sounds scary to me. What is even scarier is that if humans tried to ever go that deep, they would be squished into something like jelly or Play-Doh. Oh my god, I would not want to go there. You see, us humans may not be strong enough, but many animals have superpowers. Yes, they are just like superheroes. And some of them can easily live deep in the ocean and even on the ocean floor without getting squished or crushed. That's so cool, right? And there are so many other creatures too who have superpowers. By the way, if you want to know more about other superheroes, you can check out our podcast related to superheroes where you will know about many more creatures that have interesting superpowers. Going back to Marie, why were she and her boss so interested in the ocean floor? Well, let me ask you a question. Imagine, one day all of the water in our oceans evaporates. Our Karachi beaches become completely dry and even the water in our river Indus goes away. In fact, all the water in all the oceans in the world is gone. What would be left? What would this dried out ocean bed look like? Would it be flat? Would it be curvy? Or would it have weird shapes? What do you think would it be? Any guesses? Although Marie and her team were still collecting data and researching, 
Many people thought that the floor would just be flat and straight like that of a swimming pool. And they felt that Marie's research was just going to prove that. No one really expected the ocean floor to be weird or curvy. So it was up to Marie and her science buddies to figure out what the shape of the ocean bed was really like. But wait, how do you figure out the shape of the ocean bed? Hmm, it's not like you can dive deep into the ocean with an inchy tape and measure all of its wide surface. In fact, no human can survive that deep in the ocean, remember? The pressure in the ocean bed is too high for us humans. Oh, now what would Marie do? You know guys, her team of scientists was very clever. They decided that they would measure the shape of the ocean bed using sound. Yes, you heard me, sound. Let me ask you something. Imagine you and I go to a village and there's a deep well over there. <laughs> and I ask you, hey little buddy, you think you can tell me how deep this well is? Now you could tie a rope to yourself and climb down that well like Rambo with a ruler to measure its depth. But wouldn't that be scary? Plus, who knows how long it would take to get to the bottom. But what if you threw a coin into the well and waited for it to make a sound when it hit the bottom? For a shallow well, you might hear the coin sound immediately. But for a deep well, the coin would take a long time to reach the bottom and you would hear the sound of it hitting the floor after a very long time. Hmm, so we can use the time taken for something to reach the bottom to figure out how deep the well is. And what's even more amazing is that if we do some really cool maths, we can figure out exactly how many feet deep the well is, just by knowing the time taken for the coin to fall. Isn't that cool? So Marie and her science buddies decided to do something similar. But instead of firing coins at the sea, that would be funny. <laughs> they decided to fire actual sound waves at the sea. By firing these sound waves at the sea and waiting for them to come back, then by doing some cool maths, they figured out how deep the ocean was at different places. Still, this was a very cool experiment to think about. But in the real world, Marie faced some pretty big challenges in doing it. For one, just because Marie was a woman, she was not allowed to go to the ocean on a ship to do this experiment. You see, at that time, the people were a little more superstitious and, well, just stupid. They thought that if women went to the sea, they would bring bad luck. Can you imagine that? How absurd is that? Anyway, Marie did not think too much about this. Every day her colleagues would give her the results of their sound experiments and using some cool math, she started making a map. A map of the ocean floor. Woohoo! She worked very late at night to make these maps. Of course, the ocean is so, 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 so big. And you know, the math was also very difficult, but she did not give up. She kept on drawing maps and what she started seeing on those maps was something very different. Marie was shocked by what she had found. It was the opposite to what everybody had believed. And it was that the ocean floor was not flat. This happened because the time it took for sound waves to bounce back from the ocean was not the same. In some areas, it took longer, while in others, it came back quickly. Had the ocean floor been flat like the swimming pool, the time recorded would have been the same. But it was not that way. Marie was extremely excited. After all, this was something that no one before her knew at all. Excited, she went to her boss, Bruce, and told her that the ocean floor was not flat. 
he thought that she was just joking and did not believe her at all. He was sure that the ocean floor was flat and Marie was wrong. But Marie knew she was right because she had drawn the maps and she had all the information in front of her. Once again, she did not back down. You see guys, in science, it does not matter who you boss is. A famous scientist or even the president. Even if the whole world doesn't believe you, it's okay. As long as you have the evidence and you can prove what you're saying, then it is all right. Over time, people will understand you. Do remember, it has happened with so many scientists. Nobody believed gravity existed before Newton. But he urged everyone to realize the reason everything falls down is because there is a force of gravity that attracts it down towards the Earth. And he showed them the evidence for this. So we should always go where the evidence takes us and never give up the pursuit of truth, no matter what other people say. Anyway, now that Marie had the results of her experiment and the maps, she was amazed at what they showed. So rather than being flat like a football field, the bottom of the ocean had many interesting places like that on the earth. Yes, can you imagine having many, many, many of these interesting features both on the earth and in the ocean? And these very interesting features include huge mountains, flat plain areas like swimming pools, valleys in between of giant hills and many curvy and rough areas. I mean, so much cool stuff deep underneath. So much water, right? I would love to go there if someone ever stole all the water from our oceans and climbed mountains or ran across valleys. But let's hope that it does not happen. Otherwise, so many creatures whose home is the ocean will die. Hmm. So while Marie had found so much cool stuff underneath, there was something even more shocking that she saw. But what was this? Well, first tell me. Have you ever played a puzzle? You have. Oh, that's great. So just like in a puzzle where we have small pieces and then we put them together to make a big piece, Marie also did the same. She started putting maps of different parts of the ocean beds of the world together. And when she put all of the maps together to make one big map of the world, she saw a very shocking and interesting thing. Just like when we finish a puzzle, we see what our final image looks like Marie saw deep V-shaped lines in the middle of the oceans. Yes, like imagine big deep cracks in our earth. Long lines of V's going through here and there between oceans. But why do these big cracks and V's that run in the middle of the earth even exist? Any guesses? For this, we would have to go back in time. Yes, very, 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 very back. Even before our grandfather's grandfather's time. I mean so back that at that time, there were no humans on earth at all. To be exact, we are going about 300 million years ago. I wonder what Pakistan would look like at that time. Hmm. Anyway, so let me tell you what the earth looked like 300 million years ago. It was very different from what it is right now. Actually... It was so different that the earth had one large piece of land. Yes, just one big piece. All the small pieces of land, which we call the continents, were glued together. Europe, where we have England, Asia, where we have Pakistan, North and South America, Africa, Antarctica, where penguins live, 
were all one huge land piece. And this huge land piece was called Pangea. Pangea. <laughs> Pangea. What a weird, funny name, right? Now, what happened is that over time, this huge piece of land, Pangea, which had glued all of these continents together, started to break away. Just like when we are playing with Legos and we make a building with small pieces and then we smash the building and the pieces break away into smaller Lego bricks. Pangea started to break away into smaller Lego blocks that we call continents. Imagine how much noise it would have made. Over time, one big piece of land became seven different continents. Wow, but thank God we weren't alive. Otherwise, this moving of land would have scared us all. But did this moving of land and breaking away cause damage? What do you think? Yes, it did. You're right. Actually, a scientist named Wegener, many years before Marie had told everyone that when these land pieces moved away, it had a very big effect on the earth. He said that due to the moving of the land pieces, the ocean floor now contains these big cracks or scars. Just like when we get injured and we heal, there's a scar over there. But Wegener did not have any proof of these scars or cracks, so nobody believed him. Coming back to Marie, when she examined the deep V's and these big cracks in the ocean floor, she realized that these are actually the scars Wegener was talking about. The big cracks were there because the Pangea had split into different continents. Oh my god, even now I'm freaking out. Marie became so excited because she had found evidence of what had happened to Earth so many years ago. She had proved that Wegener was right. What a genius. Once again, she went to Heisen, her boss, who had previously made fun of her and did not believe her, this time to tell him her new findings. She showed him the big cracks that ran in the middle of the oceans and told him that this proves that these deep V's were formed when Pangea broke away. Heisen was surprised at what Marie had brought to her. This time, he could not deny her theory. After all, Marie was right and she had evidence. He too realized that the ocean floor was not flat anymore. Although Heisen finally believed Marie, she knew that many other people would not. You know how dumb people can be sometimes, but that's alright, we can always make them understand patiently. So Marie did something very clever. She had a friend who was working in the same place where she was working. But he was doing research on something very different from Marie. He was finding out the places on Earth from where earthquakes start. Yes, the same earthquakes would jiggle our bed and make deep growling sounds like a monster roar and sometimes make people like me extremely scared. Hmm. So Marie's friend wanted to know, is there a secret villain hideout where the monster shakes the earth? To find this crazy hideout, what he did was that he started gathering information from previous years, from newspapers, magazines, and libraries. He gathered information about all the previous earthquakes. And what he did was that he took a world map and wherever the earthquakes happened, he put a black dot on the map. What he started to see was that these dots were very close to one another. And once he put all the black dots on the map, he was very surprised at what he saw. Any guesses? I'll give you a hint that it was the same thing as Marie. Yes, you're right. The dots made dark black lines in the middle of the oceans as well. 
and they were in the same places where there were big cracks that Marie found. So when Pangea broke away, the deep weeds or cracks were formed. Now, do you remember the winter season when our hands are very, very cold and in order to make them warm, you rub them against one another? Similarly, when the land of these deep, deep, deep cracks rub against one another, earthquake happens. Yes, so when we get injured and the wound is healing, if we scratch the area, it really hurts. Similarly, when the land moves along these deep weeds, we feel a giant force called the earthquake. That's awesome, right? This was an amazing discovery. And now Marie was sure that everybody would believe her. So Marie told everyone that the ocean floor was not flat, that it contained deep cracks, and that these deep cracks were the places where earthquakes start. But sadly, nobody believed her. They booed her. Boo! Some people were also so angry because they thought that the earth was flat. Although she showed them the maps, they thought that she was just lying. Marie was shocked at why people could not believe what she had found. Then something funny happened. There was a person in the meeting who was completely sure that Marie was wrong and that the ocean floor was flat. So he challenged her and said that he will use a very strong camera to take pictures and videos of the ocean floor to show Marie that she was wrong. Marie did not hesitate because she knew she was right. So this man took a strong camera which could not be crushed by the pressure of water and went to the sea. There he used his camera to take pictures of the ocean floor. When he saw the pictures, he was shocked that Marie was right. Yes, you guys. The pictures showed mountains and valleys and deep cracks and weird shapes under the water. So he too had no option but to accept that Marie was right. Yay! Now, no one could refuse Marie's findings and everybody realized that she was indeed right. This resulted in a change in the way people started studying the ocean floors. Yes, the genius Marie Tharp made this huge change in geology and oceanography. She did what she loved and faced all obstacles thrown at her. Guys, this shows what a great scientist and an amazing human being she is. And so to recap today, I told you guys that the Earth many million years ago had one huge piece of land which broke away into seven different continents. This changed the ocean floor and gave it many interesting features including mountains and valleys and wide cracks and most importantly deep V-shaped scars or cracks from where earthquakes start. I think we should all thank little Marie Tharp whose love for soil gave us all these fascinating answers. And if you too want to do something great like Marie Tharp, then go outside and explore your surroundings. And one day, you might change the way we see science today. So what are you waiting for, guys? Let's go outside and start exploring. I'll be signing off here. And I hope that you catch another interesting podcast next week. Bye-bye.